0: Are you enjoying this podcast? Consider supporting this show. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello there.
1: It's 30 Questions with...
0: Welcome to another episode of 30 Questions With. Um, This week, I am super excited to uh, welcome my guest to the show. Um, She is one of my favorite TikTokers, just one of my favorite people on social media in general. Um, She is my favorite Blurred, and by the end of this, she will be yours. Please welcome Coral to the show. Hi. Hi.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you so much for being here. Um, so you ready to dive right into this thing? Absolutely. Let's get to it. All right. Question one. What is the most random thing on your bucket list?
1: Most random thing on my bucket list. That's a good one. Um, probably getting to meet, uh, the entire <laughs> cast of, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It, it's like not just one of them, all of them. Um, I want to meet all of them at least once just shake a hand n- let them know I exist and I'm out here that's probably the most random thing all the other stuff is kind of like normal and boring like you know like find <laughs> that <actress>, uh, <laughs> that kind of stuff like all of that's on there too but that's probably the most random one
0: I I feel that like I would I want to go to like the the big Disney like event that they have where they announce all the titles or, like, Comic-Con or something and make them all take the awkward prom photo post with yes, me?
1: Yes! That! That's what I want. I yes. want them to do that.
0: <laughs> what is your go-to karaoke song?
1: Oh, my go-to karaoke song. Hmm. I don't know if I have one. I have a few. Um, I can tell you my current favorite Which could be a surprise to people maybe um it is the song cake by the ocean (laughs) I've been obsessed with that song lately (laughs) like on a loop I don't know why I couldn't tell you why but anytime it comes on I'm singing at the top of my lungs I've got my kids singing it now too (laughs) of course I have to play like the edited version because there's a few choice words in there but uh that's probably my current obsession but Outside of that, I love the Beatles. So pretty much any Beatles song, if there's a Beatles song on the list, I'm going to sing it.
0: Nice. Nice. I do enjoy uh, Cake by the Ocean, not it's actually a... eating cake by the ocean because that sounds terrible, but...
1: Yeah, no, that sounds messy. But it's, it's like, it's such a, it's, it's such like a feel good song. It just makes you like really happy and makes you want to dance and everything else you just kind of forget about it and just get into the music.
0: And, you know, the band's headed by one of the Jonas Brothers and that's kind of been their thing through their careers that, you know, they just make music, it comes on and you, you just, you want to have fun.
1: Absolutely. They're definitely like my guilty pleasure. Like, I think most people would not think I would be like a Jonas Brothers fan, but I, they're my guilty pleasure. I love the Jonas Brothers <laughs>
0: You know what? I fully support you in that. I fully support (laughs) you in that because they are, they're like, I have a secret, like just bubblegum pop playlist that if I'm in a bad mood, that's, that's my go-to. And it's just terrible.
1: Yeah. Same.
0: (laughs) If if anybody found it, I would lose any credibility I had. Same.
1: Same. I have one of those too. And people, if they saw the songs that were on that list, I, my street credibility would be gone. I yep. all respect for me.
0: <laughs> Since we are on the topic of bubblegum pop, um who was your favorite Spice Girl? My favorite
1: Spice Girl was Baby Spice. I love Baby Spice. I don't know why. <laughs> um she was just my favorite and then my second favorite was uh, Ginger Spice. Um but uh I love Baby Spice. I don't know why. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> But I remember seeing the Spice Girls movie in the theaters when it came out, and like being so excited when I knew there was going to be a Spice Girls movie. Um, I don't know if anyone of your listeners remember these things, but there were these lollipops made by I think Chupa Chups. Yes, Spice Girls stickers in them, and there was like this little like bodega down the corner from my house, and I would go and buy them literally by the box, like I would say all my like, allowance and everything um, and go down there and just buy the whole box. And every time they saw me coming, they'd be like, oh, here we go. They would just like have <laughs> a box for me unopened because I wanted all the stickers.
0: <laughs> I had um, the Posh Spice doll. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. That is awesome.
0: What is the most terrible thing that you've watched all the way through on like TV or a streaming service
1: human centipede
0: excellent answer excellent answer
1: and I'm a huge horror movie fan I love horror movies um but something about that like and I usually am not the type of person when it comes to horror movies I appreciate them all for what they are. Like, it doesn't matter how cheesy it is or like a CD grade horror movie. I appreciate it for what it is. And I don't really say I hate anything. And I don't necessarily even hate Human Centipede. It just skeeves me out. Yeah, It's just like, it will make me sick. And that's probably the worst thing that I've watched from beginning to end. And it ended. And I was like, why did I watch that? All the way through at any point in time, I could have turned this off, but I just couldn't because I needed to know how it ended.
0: I you know what I, I feel you on that. And my dumbass took it a step further. I watched the sequels. I was gonna as say, well. did you watch
1: the sequel? I did not. I I couldn't. After seeing the first one, I was like, and I usually make it my business to try and watch like sequels and things like that, but I just couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it.
0: Yeah, not just one sequel, there are two sequels. <laughs> sequels yeah there are three human centipede films why I,
1: <laughs> Why would they do that <laughs> what more I actually don't want to know I was about to say what more could they do but I don't think I want the answer to that question
0: it I mean it's basically the same plot
1: it's the same Through plot, plot. They they just, three. yeah do they just add more people to the centipede yeah or something uh, uh, gross.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and they get like you know there's more attempts to get out of it. Uh, so.
1: Yep, nope, never going to do it.
0: <laughs> on on the subject of horror films though, um while we're while we're here, I'm going to going to deviate for a moment. Um have you seen Malignant?
1: I have not seen Malignant, but I have heard things, both good and bad. It's on my list though. I have a list of uh movies whether it be horror or sci-fi fantasy whatever the case i have a list and i've heard equally good and bad things about it enough that it's kind of just sitting hanging out midway down the list (laughs) so i'm not in any rush to see it but i'm not like necessarily actively avoiding it
0: I, I heard nothing but bad things about it and, really? and, and still like still saw it still you know watched it all the way through and I you know got to the end of it and I sat for a minute and I went that was fucking brilliant
1: maybe I need to move it up the list
0: yeah <laughs> like it's it's worth a watch okay I'll, I'll move it up the list <laughs> so you have your own late night talk show Living or dead? Who is your first guest?
1: Oh, uh, Stanley, without Ooh. question. Stanley, without question. Um, I love Stanley to the point that when I went and saw Avengers Endgame in the because I saw it in theaters multiple times, but the first time I saw it, um, and spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Endgame, <laughs> but if you haven't seen it at this point, I, I've got nothing for you. Um, the scene where. <sighs> Uh, Cap says Avengers assemble and you see up until that point the entirety of the Marvel Cinematic Universe behind him and I started bawling like a baby and my husband looks over at me and he's like why are you crying I'm like because I just need to know if Stan saw this I needed to know that he got to see his life's work up there in that way to like you know like he had to know how he's impacted people's lives what he's done for people how he's helped them through some really hard times but to see it up there like that in live color action all of that just that moment of avengers assemble it was just like a frog in my throat like i i hope he got to see it like that's all that i could think in that moment was i really Hope that Stan got to see everything he had loved and created up there for everyone to see.
0: That um, that whole like portion of the film where the portals start opening and people start coming, I cry every time. (laughs) Doesn't matter how many fucking times I've seen it, I I am in tears
1: without fail. That scene and then um, little backstory. So like growing up as a kid, um, my dad is a is a huge Iron Man fan. So, I'm just get Iron Man was my favorite uh, superhero. I know a lot of people don't like him, specifically Marvel's take on him, because yeah, he is the architect of his and others' own problems in a lot of ways. But for me, it's a sentimental connection that I have to him. So, watching Tony die, and there's a deleted scene that they took out where everybody everybody kind of kneels when he breathes his last breath and that scene was so powerful and considering that rdj is kind of like we had some marvel movies you know before that but iron man as we know it as movies kick-started all of this yeah and it was like the closing of it was the closing of a book, it was the end of an era to see him, uh, to see him die. And that was the really to me, it was the, kind of the only way for his story to end. Going back to to Cap saying to him, um, you're not the one to to lie on the grenade, you're not the yeah. one to, to make the sacrifice. And he kind of did that in the first movie when he thought he in the first Avengers movie when he thought he was going to uh die taking that missile through the portal, but this was really the ultimate sacrifice would yeah. make so yeah that those two scenes every time just cry like a baby
0: yep um in your opinion what is the greatest disney film of all time oh that's a tough one
1: okay before i answer am i are we including things that disney now owns but didn't originally create or are we just talking disney created it they're solely responsible for it. its its existence
0: that disney is responsible for its existence
1: okay i i have two answers
0: okay i'll allow it
1: <laughs> so Anyone who knows me knows that I love Nightmare Before Christmas, so I have to say Nightmare Before Christmas. And yes, it was originally released um, not by Disney because they were like, this is a little dark for us, and we weren't sure how it's going to play, so we're going to release it underneath our like child studio. But from a purely fan perspective, I have to say Nightmare Before Christmas. But from like an overall perspective, I have to say one of the originals, Snow White. Uh it's it's not my favorite Disney movie but it is one of the best Disney movies if that makes sense cuz there are yeah. things that I love and then there are things that I can acknowledge, I don't really love but I acknowledge yeah you know what I I got to give you props you you did good on that and that's kind of how I feel about snow white
0: it was it was the first one too wasn't it yeah. like it was yeah. the original disney film
1: yep What's what's that saying? You can't outdo the doer. <laughs> yeah. Everything that Disney is now is because of Snow White. Every. Yeah. And to see the evolution, you go from Snow White, who was the completely helpless, true definition of damsel in distress, all the way up to like now we have like Merida and Moana, and to see that evolution over time of those of what we know as a Disney princess, but it all started with Snow White. So you got to give her her props.
0: Yeah. And I mean, even. Even earlier than like Merida and Moana, we had, you know, Ariel and Pocahontas. And yeah. I mean, even Nala to a certain extent.
1: Yes. Nala, Belle. Belle was the first Disney princess I saw that I really related to because I was like a huge, and still am, like a huge book nerd. Like like the whole nose stuck in a book, that was me. <laughs> um, and so I really identified with I identify with Belle and Maleficent as weird as that might sound Um, but I Belle was like the first Disney princess that I can remember seeing that I was like she's not like your average Disney princess she's not just a damsel in distress
0: Yeah. um do you have an unusual celebrity crush like somebody you bring it up and people are like Coral what the fuck is wrong with you
1: (laughs) um Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> but I don't know if I want to say it. Um,
0: I mean, weird. you have to now. <laughs>
1: no. So okay, now people like him. But when I when I first had like my first crush on him, people were like, "Oh, he looks so weird." He looked, and that's Benedict Cumberbatch. Like for a long time, people did not find him attractive then it became like the cool thing you know like he doesn't look like chris evans he doesn't look like sebastian stan or chris pratt um and then eventually over time when he started to once i I feel like it was when he did sherlock is when people started Mm. to like really find him attractive but from more of an intellect standpoint but i just think he's good looking i don't understand why people thought he looked odd or weird Uh, but i've also like I'm not going to sit here and say I don't find Chris Epps attractive because I do. Right. That would be a lie. But I'm not only attracted to people who are conventionally good looking, if that makes sense. Yeah, I see past the, uh, the pretty smile or the blue eyes or the green eyes or whatever. Um, and I just always found Benedict Cumberbatch attractive.
0: It's, it's because he's British.
1: Yes, that that that's,
0: that's that is exactly like seventy five
1: percent what it is. I will. I'm not gonna lie, the accents because accents get me every time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, every time, you know, it's it's the same. But like, I had a and still kind of do have a massive crush on Matt Smith.
1: Matt Smith, yeah. and, and like when he first became the doctor, I was so mad that Tennant was leaving, that <laughs> I refused to like like this is not my doctor. I will not acknowledge anything about him. He's not cute. I don't, I don't want to like look at him or give him any credit. But over time, he grew on me. And it was probably the whole River song storyline that kind of pulled me in. But yeah, Matt Smith is definitely one of those unconventionally attractive. Yes. The other one I have is Simon Pegg. If if anybody knows, I can, his son, I can see that. Yeah, I find him attractive because he's. I think he's good looking, but also his sense of humor because sense of humor gets me yeah. every time.
0: He's, he's smart, funny. Yes. And that's yes. yeah. Yes. Bra always on or only when you have to. Only when I have to.
1: <laughs> only when I have to.
0: The most popular answer. <laughs> 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 um What is something that uh, you believe to be true but almost no one agrees with you about?
1: Oh this one's gonna oh if you have any supernatural fans, they're gonna hate me. Um, so I'm a huge supernatural fan. I, w- I watched that show from the first episode and I know there's a lot of people who believe that the relationship was San- uh, Dean. And Castiel, that Destiel is canon, that they're in love, and that, and, but no, I disagree with that heavily. Um, And it's got nothing to do with not wanting Dean and Castiel together, because had I felt it was actually supposed to be written that way, I would have been 100% for it. But I think what happens is, and this is someone who is queer myself, there's for a long time, especially back when Supernatural was starting. A really, a, a real lack of representation of any type of queer relationships in that genre. So we would fervently latch on to even the tiniest little hint of something that might be there. And we would hold on to it and white knuckle it. And I think somewhere along the lines, the writers saw that. the writers looked at message boards they read the fan fiction that people were putting out they were like oh let's let's tease the fans and did it so well that people held on even tighter and then they kind of did the writers did at the end kind of gave the big old middle finger to the fans by doing what they did to Castiel in that moment um but I don't think they were ever originally written to be a couple yeah i think it was us wanting to see something there that wasn't and then coupled with the writers knowing we wanted that and saying we're just gonna mess with you yeah um i feel like neither dean or sam really should have ended the series with a relationship because their relationships with women men whatever were always like third place to the story of their them being brothers, but also their their lives and what their lives had become as a result of this one event when they were children, and that is their mother dying. And I liked the ending of the show. I thought they did a good job. I know a lot of people don't agree with that because they feel like the writers got rid of character development. Again, I disagree with that because I feel like were we watching the same show. The characters really were who they were from the beginning. They really didn't change. They just kind of got a better understanding of the world around them. Um, but yeah, so I know pr- I probably just made a whole lot of people mad, but that's okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, I asked the question. You gave the answer. That's I mean I can't ask for anything more than that. If you could have an entire theater to yourself and you could watch any film in the entire world, what would you pick?
1: Return of the King, Lord of the Rings. Nice. Yeah, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Um, and Return of the King is just the, it's, it's the last movie, but it's also like, it's everything come together. And it's just, to me, the most beautiful of all the movies. Um, both Um, From a visual standpoint, but also from a storyline standpoint, Um, there's just so many scenes in that movie that, like, are gut, like one gut punch after another, after another, after another. So, definitely Return of the King.
0: I love it. I love it. Do you wash your legs in the shower? Yes.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's weird to me that people don't wash their legs. Why wouldn't you wash your legs? I don't
0: understand. There are, there are there are those that don't and some have appeared on this show.
1: Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Each I... their own, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's a part of your body. Why wouldn't you want to clean? The soap running down doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> if you could compete at any sport in the Olympics, what would you pick?
1: Uh, shot put, because I used to do that when I was in high school. Oh, I used to okay. throw shot put. Um, I was okay, I wasn't great, <laughs> definitely <laughs> not Olympic level or else I wouldn't like, I'd be at the Olympics. Um, but uh, I, I enjoyed that, I really enjoyed doing that. So definitely the shot put.
0: Right on, right on. If they were making a biopic of your life who would play you? Oh,
1: that's not a fair
0: question. <laughs> and why is it Scarlett Johansson?
1: Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just add to her list of characters she should never have ever played. Um, oh, I don't know who I want to play me. I don't know. That's a good question. One want actually never, I don't think I've ever thought about that. I thought about the soundtrack to my life. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think I've ever thought about who would play me in a movie. That's a good question. I wanted to think about that for a minute.
0: (laughs) Okay. We can come back to it.
1: Yeah. We're going to have to come back to that one. I got to think about that for a minute.
0: Nude beach or not a chance? Not a chance. Because of myself.
1: (laughs) Because I don't want anyone else seeing me. (laughs) Okay.
0: Okay. Um, what's the what's the best piece of advice that you've ever gotten?
1: Don't let others live rent-free in your head. And that came from my dad. Amen. Um, it's not like an original saying he didn't come up with it, but it's something he always taught me. Um and that, and it's uh another piece of advice I got recently that I like, and it's something I tell my kids um when they're picking on each other. Um especially when they call each other names. So like if my one son calls my other son stupid or something like that, um, the advice that I heard was, are you a camel? And that's a ridiculous question. No, I'm not a camel. So if you're not the thing the person is calling you, why are you letting it bother you? You know, you're not what they're saying. You know who you are. So why are you letting someone else tell you what you are? And I love that advice. And that's what I tell my sons when they're picking on each other, when they come home from school and say, so-and-so called me this or called me that. And like, there's obviously more nuance to that conversation because words do hurt and they can affect you and everything like that. But I think it's also important for us to not let others cast doubt on what we know to be true about ourselves and who we are
0: i love that that's fantastic
1: yeah isn't it great (laughs) (laughs) that
0: i was like damn okay wow (laughs) in your opinion what is the greatest television show of all time
1: star trek deep space nine
0: That is the correct answer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm a huge Trekkie. I love all Star Trek, but Deep Space Nine was the first representation for me of a a Black person um, in a lead role. Like, we've had Black admirals, Black captains before, but they were never the center of the show. And... Cisco was the first representation for that. And they've taken it a step further now with Discovery. Um, so it's even more powerful to see a Black woman in that position. Um, so yeah, but it starts with, with uh, Deep Space Nine. Yeah.
0: And Stacey Abrams was uh, on the show not I long ago. she cried. She, she played p- the president of Earth and it was yeah. amazing.
1: I cried. I, I made a vi- actually made a, a TikTok about it I said, hopefully one day this isn't just something we're saying in regards to a TV show. One day we are really calling her Madam President. Like, yeah. that would be amazing. But yeah, when, when she stepped off that ship and they're calling her Madam President, I, like, got choked up, started crying, crying like a little baby.
0: What's your guilty pleasure mm. other than the Jonas Brothers?
1: <laughs> the Chodos <Judas> brothers, um, <sighs> white men. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those who don't know, my husband is white, so that's that's where that joke comes from. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, uh, my guilty pleasure is probably trying to help people. And I'm going to explain that. Um, So it's guilty because I sometimes want to help people that either aren't ready to accept my help or who are lost causes. When I say that, I mean, they're not, they're beyond that. They're beyond help. They're beyond anything I say to them. They're not going to here but it's it's a pleasure for me because i like helping people like that's my thing and i get it from my dad like give you the shirt off my back kind of thing um so that i'd say that's probably truly my guilty pleasure is uh is trying to help too many people um which sometimes actually like it affects my mental health that's why i'm taking a siesta from tiktok right now (laughs) because i'm watching people i love and care about fight with each other it's yeah. it's not
0: fun sometimes sometimes a, a break from tiktok is good i took one not long ago and yeah. came back and felt good about the whole app and then yeah. saw the drama i had missed and i was like mm, maybe yeah not. <laughs> yeah
1: exactly and that's what it is it's like can we just get like it? it's just it's frustrating to yeah. say at least is what it is it's just frustrating because um my probably biggest weakness is that i always see both sides of conflicts and obviously there's exceptions to that like there's no other side to like you know white supremacy or anything like that but when i have two people that i know what's in their hearts and who they are to see them fighting with each other over things that really at the end of the day like why is this the most important thing again it's important to them For whatever reason but why why is this now enveloping everyone else why are we all now taking sides in something that really doesn't involve us it feels very much like reminiscent of high school like where it's like you can't if you're my friend you're not going to be friends with them because i don't like them like really though do we have to do that (laughs) yeah
0: if aliens landed on earth tomorrow and offered to take you with them would you go Uh, What kind of aliens are we talking
1: about? Are we talking E.T. or are we talking like
0: something? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, Mars Attacks.
1: Mars Attacks? uh, No, thanks. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Everybody always has that modifier. What do the aliens look like?
1: Well, it's not even like appearance. It's like intention, like E.T. nice, kind, E.T. phone home. Signs, uh, destroy all humans so we can have Earth. Like, yeah. it, that's more what it is for me. Like, Mars attacks aliens, they just wanted to kill us all. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, there's but, no, but usually it's you know, if we're talking like Alf looking, yeah, I'll go. If we're talking like xenomorphs from aliens, no, yeah, I'm not no, going
1: pass on that one too. Pass on that one too. Although, I do have a guilty pleasure for the predators, so hmm. <laughs> I might go with them. As long as they promise not to kill me.
0: If you could commit any crime and get away with it, what crime would you pick? I'd rob a
1: bank. Take all the money. Give it to the people <laughs> who need it. Seriously. Like, I don't, like... I, I've i wanted to hit people before. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I don't. Um, but, like, I don't think I've ever wanted to hit someone that bad. Where I'd be like... I. If I could get away with it, I'd, I'd knock you out or I'd kill you or anything like that. But the, I, the prospect of not having any more money troubles? Yeah, I'm all about yes. that.
0: <laughs> In your opinion, what is Whitney Houston's best song?
1: Oh, um, I Will Always Love You. And I know okay. that's not like originally her <laughs> song, but uh, I, I love that song. When she sings it, yeah
0: yeah that is the most popular answer to this question it's, it's,
1: like all of her music is amazing but it's just the emotion like she made you believe she was in love with kevin costner <laughs> yeah. so, like i seeing it as a kid when i saw the bodyguard i really thought like her and kevin costner were like together or something because she made you feel like the emotion she put into that song
0: yeah, yeah. And also like if aliens came to earth and they were like, you know, what is Whitney Houston's music? You would play that. And it would be like this.
1: And I think like for every like very popular, well-known musician, there's all, all of them have a song like that. Right. Like uh, for the Beatles, like for me, at least in my opinion, and maybe I, this is me only, but like, Hey Jude is is it for the Beatles for me. Like if someone said to me, play a Beatles song to represent all Beatles songs, I would play. "Hey Gene.
0: That's yeah. If you could bring back any fashion trend, what would you pick? Uh,
1: if I still had my hair and I didn't cut it all off, the little butterfly clips.
0: <laughs> those are coming back.
1: <laughs> I, I love those. Like I used to have them all like Lizzie McGuire style. <laughs> All across the front of my head
0: <laughs> Yeah those are, those are making a comeback Butterfly clips and like that's, Ultra low rise jeans
1: Yeah no those I can do without I never like those
0: <laughs> If Oh sorry I, I was about to Read the same question twice um, Without saying fuck What is your favorite cuss word oh, That's not fair Um,
1: I don't know if this counts as a cuss cuss word, but I like douche canoe.
0: Nice, nice.
1: I like douche canoe a lot. Um, and then if douche canoe doesn't count, I like uh, damn. Okay, like damn. It's. I feel like damn is just as versatile as fuck.
0: (laughs) This is true. Uh, What is a film that most people hated? but that you just absolutely love?
1: Uh, Suicide Squad. The, the, <laughs> not the most recent one, but the one with Jared Leto. I know a lot of people dislike that. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I mean, I didn't necessarily enjoy, overly enjoy Jared Leto's take on the Joker in that movie, but I did highly enjoy uh, Margot Robbie's take on Harley Quinn because I'm a huge Harley Quinn fan. Um, and uh, I loved Will Smith. He did, like, and then the kind of play back and forth that he and Margot Robbie's uh, Harley Quinn had. I love that. And also love Captain Boomerang. I love Jai Courtney. So I'm
0: a huge Jai Courtney fan. Yeah, I, I don't understand why people didn't, like, I mean, yeah, Jared Leto's Joker should be put away and forgotten. Like, yeah. like we're, done, we're done there. We're good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, it was it was an enjoyable film and you know viola davis as amanda waller and like
1: picked ass as amanda waller like they couldn't have picked a better person to play amanda waller for those movies i i highly enjoyed it and she was i don't know if any if you've seen peacemaker Mm -hmm. um but she reprises her role in that and it just i love it She, she does such an amazing job
0: yeah Uh, What is the one film that you could or have watched over and over and never get sick of? I've got a
1: couple of those, but um, the one that I turn on most often to, like, just veg out to is Jurassic Park, the first one.
0: Nice, nice. I
1: I love all things Jurassic Park. I love all the movies, even the third one that people don't like. Um, I like uh, all of the Jurassic World movies we've been given so far, and I'm super excited for uh the new one that's coming out especially because it's like everybody's back together um but yeah but definitely the original every time
0: i love it if you were writing your autobiography right at this very minute Mm -hmm. what would the title be
1: probably something to the effect of like welcome to the madhouse or something nice. like that uh my m- because i feel like my my brain never shuts off it's always like it's a very chaotic place to be so it's it's a bit like a, it's a bit like a madhouse
0: <laughs> i love it what's your favorite christmas song
1: one that everybody hates <laughs> Uh, all I want for Christmas is you.
0: <laughs> Does everybody hate that song? Because a like, lot of
1: people don't like it. I think I I think they don't like it though because it's very it's played a lot. Yeah, like it's it's one of those things that like when you think of Christmas music, everybody thinks of that song, and they play it a lot in stores and on the radio and things like that. Um, but I love that song, and my second favorite is I want a hippopotamus for Christmas.
0: Nice, nice. I I only get sick of all i want for christmas is you when i'm on tiktok at christmas time but like if i'm out in public and it comes on or it comes on the radio like i'm there i'm in the moment but like the minute i get on tiktok every fucking video
1: yes especially at christmas time like literally like the day after halloween this year mm-hmm. i was like can, can you let me mourn my halloween because i'm <laughs> such a huge halloween fan like i can i mourn my holiday for like one day before you're like literally mariah carey i think at midnight yep <laughs> november 1st she's like it's time and and, and, and she video. did
0: she did and i i also feel like TikTok. Pulls the song so you can't Use it any other time of the year mm-hmm. But like midnight November 1st They're like release it She's awake <laughs> Release the crack <laughs> <laughs> Yes It's that one and then um, <sighs> Sleigh Ride with the whip crack Oh yeah When everybody does that stupid dance yes. um, Those two songs at Christmas time yep. I'm like we need to stop
1: Yep yep that and like, as and again, I love Halloween, but for me, for Halloween time, that song Spooky Scary Skeletons. Oh, Jesus, why do they play it so much? Why is that the, like, and I like the song, but like, TikTok makes me hate it, yeah, because it's like you said, like, every other video is Spooky Scary Skeletons. I'm like, yes, I get it, it's Halloween, I love it. Yeah. Can we stop with that song?
0: If you had an extra $20. To mm-hmm. spend on yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: you had to spend it on yourself. Yeah. But you could not buy food. What mm. would you buy?
1: Oh, um, I'd probably buy a movie. Right
0: on. Do you believe in the afterlife? I do. Um,
1: I believe in the I believe in ghosts, I think like that. Uh, sometimes we don't, um, always go to the places like we here on earth think we're going to go. Um, I think that there's definitely more than we are aware of around us. So yeah, I definitely like, I believe in all of that.
0: Okay. So follow up question, hypothetically, Mm -hmm. let's say that, you know, there is in fact a heaven. Yeah. What does it look like for you?
1: What does it look like for me? My my family um, and a never-ending party with every celebrity who has passed on who I'm a huge fan of Um, but mostly my being able to see the family that's not with me and then one day the family that eventually passes after I go um, that they're there. Yeah.
0: I love it. Okay. So this next question, um, I have to, I have to preface it because, uh, it's, it's confusing. Um, and that's, that's totally my fault because I wrote the fucking question, (laughs) uh, (laughs) with this question, the, the apps that came on your phone don't Mm -hmm. count. Like when you got the phone, the ones that were there, those don't count for this. Okay. This is only ones that you've downloaded. Okay. Okay. If you had to, had to delete all but three apps from your phone, which three do you keep?
1: Uh, my, my bank account app, <laughs> one. Um, uh, probably, as weird as this is gonna sound, but Facebook? because it's how I stay in contact with a lot of uh, my family who lives far, far away. Um, And Amazon. Nice. (laughs) Because I know Amazon is evil, and capitalism sucks, but it is very convenient. I'm sorry. Mm. And there is no ethical consumption underneath the capitalist government, so... (laughs) You do what you can. I mean, I have kids. Sometimes I need things in
0: two days. (laughs) Yeah. That's, you know what? That's fair. Okay. So before we get to the last question, we have to circle back. So if they were making a biopic of your life, who would play you? I think Octavia
1: Spencer. Okay. Um, She's a really great actress. Um, although I would hope it would be like my life, like 20 years from now, because she is older than me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it would, it would have to be Octavia Spencer. I love her. She's an amazing actress.
0: She really is. She really is. And the, the horror film that she was in, Ma, Ma. was oh. fucking fantastic.
1: Chef's Kiss, that movie. Oh, I love her so much. That movie was amazing.
0: Yeah. And I did, like, you know, no disrespect to any other black actress out there, but nobody could have done that but her.
1: No, nobody could have. And I feel like she's one of those actresses who doesn't get a lot of uh, credit or get her uh, her flowers, as they say, um, because of how Hollywood is. She doesn't fit like the stereotypes of what they need her to be. Um to be as wildly successful as she should be. Um, But she, she's amazing.
0: I love her. Which is weird because she's a fucking Oscar winner. Like.
1: What is like, and, and Viola Davis actually said this before um, when she did an interview, she said that someone had told her she's as as talented, if not more talented than Meryl Streep. And uh, she said, yeah, but they don't pay me that way. They don't they don't give me the the credit. Like I don't see it. You say that to me. You're saying this to me now, but the roles that I'm given, the way that I'm paid does not reflect that what you're saying. Okay. And it's true.
0: I know what interview you're talking about because because <clears throat> she's sitting down and she basically lays out, you know, um her resume and everything that you know all the training and degrees and stuff that she has and then she lays out Merrill's, and i mean they
1: they're comparable yeah yeah Yeah.
0: so last question Mm. what is one question you wish i had asked you and how would you have answered
1: I guess what my favorite horror movie is because I'm such a huge horror fan and I would have answered it with Halloween. Um, I love Michael Myers. Uh, I know there are horror movies before his. I know there are movies that really are leading up to, that lead up to the creation of Michael Myers as we know him, but he is Michael Myers and they've made some missteps over over the years with the Halloween franchise, definitely. But he doesn't stop not the way like jason because jason it's 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 different it's just something about michael myers that is utterly and completely terrifying and so freaking awesome and i love like the little like tidbits and facts i love that his mask is a william shatner mask yeah (laughs) like i love that so much being a star Trek fan and knowing like two things I love so much are like forever connected that way. Um, but yeah, I would have said Halloween. Michael Myers is my favorite uh, slasher, so to speak.
0: Yeah. Halloween is also my favorite horror film set, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. Fr- franchise. Uh, franchise yeah
0: yeah yeah. that's that is the word i was looking for um (laughs) and i i really want a like a true sequel to halloween h20
1: i do too i feel like resurrection was supposed to kind of be that but they and but it just like kind of tickled it with the beginning with jamie um and to hear her talk about the halloween movies and everything because like she originally like she said h2o was it she's like i'm not doing this again and they were like please just come back for, for resurrection we only need you for a few minutes in the beginning and then for her to come back and do um the the new remake well i don't want to say remakes but they're supposed to be the true sequels to the original yeah. like we forget everything that's happened since the first halloween movie and they've done such a good job with those. And I can't wait for the next one like that. I don't know if anyone's seen it, but that epic scene where Michael Myers is surrounded by all the people in the town. And they, and that's probably like, that solidified if it hadn't been there before, my love for Michael Myers, because yeah. he gets like beaten within an inch of his life. And it, there's nothing supernatural about it. It's nothing like magic, no curse, nothing. It is sheer force of will that he stands back up and kills every <laughs> single person in that circle. And like, I'm the weirdo going, yeah, Michael, yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is like, oh, run, run. I'm like, no, kill him, kill him, kill all of them. And I like, <laughs> I'm the weirdo in the theater caring che- for Michael Myers. I'm the weirdo who laughed when- there's the scene in the car where the the wife gets out and she's got the gun and he like hits her <laughs> and she kills herself like, and it it was not it shouldn't be funny like people dying shouldn't be right. funny but that was kind of funny it it was yeah. a funny scene and i just it was that movie was everything i love about the halloween movies and they did such a good job with them i can't wait for the next one
0: yes yeah. So that is, that is the end of the show. Um, if there is anything that you would like to plug or if you'd like to drop your social media handles, you are more than welcome to do that right now.
1: Um, so you can find me on TikTok. I'm TikTok's Fave Blurred. Um, I am on Instagram as Instas Fave Blurred. Um, <laughs> and I am working on a podcast with my dad. Um, it is called Real Talk with Papa Blurred and Baby Blurred, um, because my, my dad in my life at least is the original Blurred. Um, so, I'm we're, work, we're gonna be working on that. Um, it's a little bit social justice mixed with a little bit of, uh, pop culture because I get my love of all things Blurdy from my dad. Um, so that's, that's it. I, that's where I am. That's where you can find me.
0: Awesome. That's awesome. Um, hey. Thank you so much. I have, I have enjoyed this immensely and I'm, I'm glad we got to do this.
1: Me too. I'm so happy I did this. And thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it so much.
0: 30 Questions with is a Dollop of Trollop production in association with Spring Break 83 Productions and the Joyful Warrior Podcast Network.